Hello and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Cars with Tyreek. Today I want to talk about something that was honestly one of the best cars that I've ever seen in any type of movie form, in any type of form in Hollywood, aside from, of course, uh, one of one of the charges owned by Dominic Toretto in Fast and the Furious. But this car right here sticks with me personally because I've actually been in one. Uh, I've actually... Driven one wasn't for long, but I've actually been within the car. I've actually, you know, spent some time looking under the hood and all that stuff. So I wanted to talk about it. And I'm talking about Alonzo Harris's 1979 Chevy Monte Carlo. Now, let's talk about why this shit was so special. Because, I mean, in the movie, of course, it's seen as, you know, this... The car is basically its own character, man. It's 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 it, it, it brings a lush and stylish, and it sh- and it showcases different characteristics of the main character or one of the main characters, Alonzo Harris, right? Now, aside from the car in the movie, I mean, let's let's we gonna actually talk about the actual car and and how it was in in real life or outside of Hollywood. Um, now. In 1978, uh, the Chevy Monte Carlo had received the overhaul in the uh, in the looks and the in the redesign and the cosmetics of the car. Uh, and in 1979, not much change for it. Okay, uh, they had a few with the crosshatch grill and uh, some wraparound taillights, but that was about it. Now. They did have some different uh, roof types and stuff like that as well, uh, but it wasn't a lot. Um, hold up, before I before I go into, let's see, Alonzo had, I think the V eight, the V eight version that put out two hundred and some change horse, no, one hundred and some change horsepower, and two hundred and some change torque. Uh, it was a low rider. Uh, because he had the hydraulic system and stuff set up. But anyway, back to the real car. Shit was sexy. But um, we know that you know there was there were a lot of a few variations of the car that were made by Chevy. Uh, none of them were impactful at all. Uh, other than I mean, there was a 160 power horsepower uh, V8 in one of the models, but. That was that was it in terms of stock. That was the highest you could find in terms of stock. Now the car itself, luxurious. It looks beautiful. Depending on who's driving and who's take care of it, that it's a monumental thing that that you cannot deny on the road. Um, especially with the design that it had and and, and the sleek lines uh, going down the um, back fenders, it the car itself looked immaculate. It looked like it was a rich man's car. It looked like something that you could legitimately be cruising down the street, listen, listening to Dr. Dre in other style. Like it was something, it was just comfortable, sexy, not lavish, but it was lavish looking to the common eye. You know what I mean? And the car just sounded beautiful sounded immaculate it just sounded aggressive sounded powerful now we all know i mean unless you've done some things to the car already swapped out the engines and all that stuff unless you've done that obviously the car itself is 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 limited to not that much uh of anything really it wasn't powerful it wasn't fast it wasn't aggressive it just 
looked beautiful depending on who owned it and it felt beautiful and 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 being behind the wheel of it 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 just felt you felt at peace because of the comfort and 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 relaxation of just riding down a road relaxing man chilling moving in style and moving freely it wasn't nothing crazy it wasn't nothing uh you know it wasn't nothing star starstruck i mean in today's world maybe because there'll be a lot of people who who that might catch the eye of i mean 1970s to now is about 30 30 30 something years so obviously i i know it's like 40 years so obviously there's going to be people of that time frame that are still around and that would turn heads and they would turn their head damn near break their neck to catch a glimpse of that car and what it's able to do um now let's see Now there was the standard three-speed transition uh, transmission. I think there was also four-speed at one point in time. I'm not exactly sure, but either way, it's about three hundred thousand of them were built when they came out. Price range was like five grand to six and a half. They are to me a classic car. Well, they are obviously are a classic car with their time frame and what they have done in movies and what they have done to impact culture. They are, in fact, a part of the lowrider culture as well. Uh, I mean, in the movie Training Day, Oscar won, by the way, Denzel Washington, my nigga's amazing. But in the movie, it was uh, had the lowrider option with the hydraulics, and then he was flipping the switches and, you know, tapping, at, tapping the uh, switches and obviously, like, going up, you know what I mean? But... In real, in 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 actual California, um, it is a part of the lowrider movement. It is a part of the lowrider of uh, nation, basically, and the car has made a staple in that um, genre, in that movement, in that era. Mm, other than that, that's about it. I just had to get that off my chest. The Chevy. 1979 Chevy Monte Carlo, something that needs to be checked out. And if you haven't watched it, definitely watch Training Day. It's on, I think, Hulu. Or if you could find it on one of the free movie sites out there, definitely take a look. Check it out. That's it, man. This was short and sweet. I just want to talk about that car. It was amazing. That car looked good. That car looked really, 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 really good.